We pick up on the top of Daf uh, 22, Kafbet, and uh, we have been discussing, we continue discussing another story uh, here with regard to uh, a person uh, making a vow and then uh, the rabbi uh, annulling it because of the fact that the person, uh, um, uh, he, he finds a way uh, to annul it. For example, Ben Brata, de Raviana Sava, Atta Kamei de Raviana Sava. So the the <clears throat> the son of the daughter of Raviana, in other words, Raviana's grandson, uh, came in front of uh, Raviana uh, the Saba uh, to annul a vow, uh, and, and, and he said to him, Amalei, Ilo Yadat, the Pakin Pinkatsach, Mashmashin, Avodatach, Minadat, would you know if they open your Pinkas? Pinkas is your uh, ledger uh, in heaven. Uh, and uh, and look at your what you did. Uh, would you have vowed? Uh, Amalei, law. Uh, he said, no, no, I would never have done that. Uh, and, uh, and and therefore he allowed it uh, to him. Okay, so he found, uh, he said, listen, he found a petach for him in that sentence, or in, in that, in that um, manner. All right, so now, Amar Abiyaba, Makra, where do we learn the source of that law, uh, that uh, if you if you make a vow, uh, your your deeds get examined in heaven? Uh, it says, uh, the Pasuk says, the Pasuk in Mishla and Proverbs, Vachar and Lavaker, after vows, uh, you check them out. All right, uh, so it says, um, in other words, after you, you vow, uh, everything gets examined uh, uh, upstairs in heaven. Right, Afogav, the Patach, Rabbiana lay, even though Rabbiana, um, uh, you know, said this uh, to him, Anan lo Patchidan lay by. Uh, we, we don't allow this as a, a way to get out of a nether. Uh, the reason is because no one is so brazen to come and uh, uh, to say, listen, I don't care if my uh, deeds are accepted uh, or examined in heaven uh, once I, I, go, uh, once I um, uh, make a vow. Uh, no one's ever going to, to say that. Uh, and uh, as a result, uh, the person will say, no, of course, uh, but he doesn't really mean it. I've also Velo Patkinan Bahada Akri Akra Naita and also we don't uh, allow a vow to be annulled uh, in, in another way. The Amar Rabba Babakana, Amarabiochanan, uh Rabba Bakhanan and Amrabiochanan said, My Patak um Pataklay, Rabban Gamnel, Lausava, the same way uh, that um that Rabban Gamnel uh, did for a specific old man uh, that came in front of him and says uh, and um he said to him as follows: "Yesh bote mad kerot charav lashon chachem marpe." The verb, uh, the 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 verse. Sorry, uh, again in another Mishlei Proverbs uh, verse, uh, chapter twelve. Uh, verse 18, uh, it says, the one who speaks like the, the piercing of a sword, uh, but the tongue of the wise will cure you. Uh, and, and what does he learn from that? Call uh, If anyone who swears uh, or makes a vow uh, comes and uh, deserves to be run through with a sword, uh, because he's, he's, he's done something so bad, uh, but the tongue of the wise will come and heal him, uh, because the rabbis come and release you uh, from that vow. Okay, so if you quote that verse, uh, it's saying, listen, you deserve to be uh, cut up uh, or, or run through with a sword, uh, that, that is obviously uh, going to scare someone and say, listen, I, I don't need that in my life. And as a result, um, mm-hmm. uh, the person will obviously uh, say, uh, no, I, didn't, I, would, I would never have vowed if I knew that was the situation. Right, for Lord Patkinen, and there's another uh, version that we don't say uh, to the person as well to allow him uh, um, you know the following statement to Tanya, mm-hmm. uh, and this is a, a fairly famous line as well. Rabbi 
Natan Omer, uh, Rabbi Natan says, Hanoder, someone who makes, takes a, a vow, Kilu Banabama, as if you've built an, an altar outside of the Beit HaMikdash. Now, this could be, um, uh, there were certain times, very limited times, uh, the place in Nov and a place at Givon, and uh, and and that's it. And uh, and 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 um, so in those times, there were very limited times in Jewish history where you were allowed uh, a backyard altar. And in this case, a person uh, um, was allowed to bring certain limited korbanot uh, offerings on on your backyard altar. Other times, uh, you would have to come to the to the main altar, uh, where, whether that was in Shiloh or, or you know wherever it happened to be, uh, where the Mishkan was. Okay, so. Uh, and that's in, in, in during those limited time after the Beit Hamikdash. Sorry, uh, it was never allowed uh, again. So that's why we don't have much in the way of Bamot. We don't hear much about them. Good morning, Zvachim. At the end of Zvachim, uh, discusses the differences between uh, various Bamot uh, and uh, the 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 the, uh, the temple itself or the Mishkan uh, as it was back then. And uh, it says, uh, so a person in very limited circumstances could uh, uh, build a bama, but really it wasn't uh, looked on with much favor. So the question is, here, yeah, with, with regard to it, as if you've built a bama, uh, if they've built a bama, seemingly it would be uh, at the time uh, of, uh, you know, outside, even if you're building it for Hashem, uh, it's outside of where you mean to do it. So it's, in other words, you... Uh, outside of the time period you meant to do it but even if you would say uh, that it is within the time period that you uh, would be allowed uh, to to build uh, then uh, it, it really is you coming and adding on uh, a, uh, as if you uh, haven't got enough um, it's what to do you coming and adding on and say listen I want to keep this extra mitzvah uh, and and that's why you're building this bama. So even you know you take a a, a, a lenient view of uh, whether you know it's, it it could be totally forbidden uh, because it was outside the time period, but it also could be uh, allowed. So even if you're taking a a, a lenient view, uh, or may, um, I don't know the word magnanimous maybe uh, view of uh, of your behaviour, still uh, it's if you build a, a bama, okay, makaymo, and if you go and fulfil that vak ilumakrivala. Korban, it's if you've offered a sacrifice uh, upon it. Okay, so uh, um, you know, so if you either the person's done something very wrong, uh, even though you're trying to offer it up to Hashem, you should have uh, offered it up in the Beit Hamikdash. Uh, so it would be prohibited to do it. But even if we said uh, that it was uh, allowed, still uh, you coming and adding on. Uh, to you know and and making extra mitzvot uh, etc and therefore the same way you, you build outside the temple you you're almost saying uh, that the temple is not sufficient or in this case the mishkan is not sufficient do you want to to come along and add on um uh, to the torah and uh, and 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 do it so that's why it's not viewed uh, with any favor over here uh, and so if you even if you fulfill the vow you make a vow you fulfill it uh, it's as if you've offered up a uh, a sacrifice outside uh, the temple all right so it's not a good thing um and um Beresha Parkinan Besefa Abaya Me Parkinan Rava Me Lo Parkinan. So uh, in terms of the the first um, um, uh, clause, we say that that is um, uh, allowed to be used. Um, and, but when it comes to the last clause, uh, where you say, listen, if you just uh, build the altar, uh, we do use that. We're allowed to use that. Um, um, 
to, to say, listen, would you have, uh, if you known that it was like building an altar outside the Beit HaMikdash, would you do such a thing? And this assuming, pre- presuming that the, uh, it's uh, forbidden to do that, uh, would, you, would you have known if it was forbidden to do that, uh, that you would have done such a thing? Uh, and uh, w- with regard to saying, listen, if you uh, go ahead and offer sacrifices, if you fulfill your vow, you've offered sacrifices upon it, um, uh, so you actually would be liable to the death penalty, assuming that you uh, this is a, a outside of the time. Uh, then, in that situation, uh, a buyer uh, says, "Abaya amar patchinan." We do use that as uh, as as a as a good excuse, as it were, a good petach. Rava uh, amar. Rava says, "No, law patchinan." No, uh, you you don't. Uh, you're not allowed to do that because obviously a person's not going to uh, say, "Listen, I don't care. I would have I would have just done this and uh, uh, fulfilled my vow outside the Beit Hamikdash." Okay, uh, there's a slightly different version. Rav Kahana Matni La Lahai Shmata Ba'Dein Lishna. He had a different version of it. He taught it in the following way. Rav Tavumi Matni Hachi. Sorry, the Rav Kahana taught it the way we just had it. However, Rav Tavumi. Matni uh, Hachi, he taught a different version of it, and it says, Besefa, Law Patchinan. With regard to that last uh, clause, uh, it says, We, uh, we don't, uh, um, it says, uh, We don't um, come and, and say, Would you have vowed? Because uh, everyone would agree uh, that uh, it's a serious sin to offer up a sacrifice outside uh, the Beit HaMikdash uh, in a time that you're not supposed to. It's a, um, you, you're punishable by, uh, by, by death for that. Uh, death by heaven, I think it is. Uh, and it's in the first version uh, where you say, would you, if you made a vow, it's like building a bama. So building a bama is slightly less serious uh, because you, you haven't, assuming you're building it for Hashem's sake, uh, then... Um, uh, you know, you, at least as long as you haven't put anything on it, uh, then it might not be uh, the worst uh, uh, thing. And therefore, we could say to the, uh, you can use it that as an excuse. And uh, um, uh, and Rava says no. Even in that situation, if you tell a person, uh, it's as if you built an altar. Banking a vow is like building an altar outside the Beit Hamikdash. Person might be uh, too scared and too shocked uh, to say that. Oh, I, I don't care. I would have done it. Vehilchata, uh, the halacha is law patkin and law beresha for law besefa, and the halacha goes uh, like Rava in this last uh, statement, the last version. In other words, uh, you don't use it neither in the first part where you just talk about building it, nor in the last part uh, where it talks about offering a sacrifice against it. All right, law patkin and Baha'i uh, and we don't uh, say that a person is able to use the following excuse uh, what Shmuel says even though a person takes a vow and then fulfills it uh, he's called a wicked person uh, and how do you know that? I'm a rabbi. Rabbi says, "Makra, what's the verse uh, to tell us this?" Ki techdal lindor lotier bechachet. The 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 pasuk in Ki Tetzay uh, says, uh, "If you don't vow, techdal, uh, refrain from vowing, uh, then uh, there won't be any sin in you." Uh, and vialef chalda chalda. And we learn the pasuk of uh, the word refraining from another word refraining, uh, because it says, "Ketiv hacha ki techdal lindor." When you refrain from vying uh, there the wicked stop uh, and, and uh, stop traveling refrain from traveling people it's pasuk in Eov in Job uh, and therefore so it says stop in the one and stop in the other uh, so therefore 
uh, and it also connects the word uh, Rishayim uh, to, to wicked people. Uh, wicked people stop. All right. Um, Amarav Yosef, Avanan and Amitin, and we also learned uh, back in the Mishnah uh, on Daf Tet, uh, on Daf Nine, it says, Tanina, Kedidre Rishayim, like the Neder of wicked people, Loama Klum, Kesharim, sorry, Kedidre Kesharim, if I make a vow, uh, like uh, a kosher person, Luama uh, Klum, that is not um, uh, anything uh, because people, uh, kosher people don't make vows. A Kenidre Rishayim, however, if I make a Neder like a Rasha, a wicked person's vow, not we said that vow is effective. Okay, so we see uh, that uh, in all those cases, um, uh, a neder of a wicked person uh, does take effect, whether that was for uh, to obligate himself for a, an offering uh, with regard to an oath, uh, etc. Okay, so we see uh, that it's not viewed very favorably. All right, I'm Rav Shmuel Banachmani, I'm Rav Yochanan, Rav Shmuel Banachmani, in the name of Rav Yochanan, says, uh, Now, uh, as we said before yesterday, uh, that oftentimes a person who is not in his right mind uh, because he's so angry uh, makes a vow. So once we're talking about that, uh, we move on um, uh, to the uh, uh, to that to that verse, and also um, uh, I mean to to discussion actually about anger. So Rav Shmuel Bar Nachman he says in Rav Yochanan Kol anyone who gets angry Gehinom Shultinbo all types of Gehinom all types of hell literally rule over him uh, because he uh, he just does things in anger and and, and he does actions that he'll later regret. Shneimar Vaser Kas Milibecha the 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 verse in Kohelet uh, says uh, you should move. Uh, remove <coughs> uh, anger from your heart, vaver ra mi and 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 put evil away from your flesh. Okay, and vain ra elagenum, and it says evil away from your flesh, and evil only refers to gehenum. So that way, by taking anger out of your flesh, that you take away gehenum. Shneimar kol hapoel Hashem lemaanayu gam rasha liyomra pasuk in again uh, another quote from. Uh, Mishlei from Proverbs, it says the Lord has made everything for his own purpose, even the wicked uh, for the day of evil, right? And uh, and that's it. Uh, we, we have um, the word wicked uh, and evil uh, mentioned and it talks about Gehenom over there. All right. So now, uh, and moreover, uh, it says, uh, it's not just uh, um, you know Gehenim ruling over you. You'll also get physical maladies as well. So you'll be out of control uh, in uh, in your you know in your personality, in your heart, uh, etc. But but you'll get physical things as well happening to you. Um, you'll get piles, hemorrhoids. Uh, they'll they'll rule over you. Sham Lev Rogais Kilion Enaim Vidavon Nafesh Pasuk from Kitisa where it talks about uh, the the part of the curses. Hashem will give you a trembling heart, uh, your eyes uh, will be weak and your, your soul uh, will be uh, um, languishing literally. Okay, uh um et what is something that actually causes your eyes to become weak? Madev et an efficient causes uh, pain in your soul. Have Elo Tachtoniot those are um uh, piles, hemorrhoids. Okay. Um Ula uh Ula was going up Lara uh, to Israel. He was going up uh, to to Eretz Israel. 
and um, uh, it says, "At lavu lay a train b'nei Chozai," and two people from uh, of Chozai uh, came out with him. Now Chozai uh, is uh, is a, is a very far flung region. Um, uh, you know, it's it's, uh, it's it's very far away uh, from uh, any of the, the the main areas. Even in in Bavel, it's a very far flung place. And uh, and and it, although these people were merchants, uh, there was there was no real um, Torah. There was no real Torah over there, and it seems. Uh, from the story, at least that they were fairly violent, um, and uh, it's, so these two guys from Chazai uh, come and they and they joined him. Bnei Chazai by day they came and they walked with him. Come Chad, Shachtei Lechavrei, and one uh, person got upset uh, with the other, and he got so mad with him uh, that he took out a knife and shechted him. Amalei Ola. Uh, so he says to Ula, uh, Avdi, did I do good over here? You know, was that is that uh, is that right to do? Uh, is that okay? Amalei uh, in, sure. Ula says, Prala uh, Shkita. You know, did you, you just you should actually open it up more? Uh, the place where you where you shechted the guy. So there are two ways to to um. Um, to read this, either he's saying, "Listen, the guy's not dead," um, and 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 therefore just finish him off, okay? Which is uh, quite a uh, that's much more of a problematic way of uh, of reading it because he's seemingly hastening his death, uh, which is uh, problematic. Or uh, you could just read it um, in a more um, lenient way and uh, and say a more forgiving way uh, and 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 say, "No, listen, you know, you you did good. You 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 uh, uh, you really opened up uh, the place uh, where where you kit him." Where you, where you cut him. All right, so that's that's exactly the right place to do it. Anyway, Kiyata Lakamei, Rav Yochanan, when he got to Eretz Yisrael, he separates from the guy, he says, he says to Rav Yochanan, oh, you know, look, look at that, the whole story that happened, I'm, you know, Amalei, Dima Chas V'Shalom, Achazikei, Yedei, Ovrei Avera, maybe I, I, you know, inadvertently helped him uh, by saying, listen, I approved of his action, okay? Uh, the only reason I did it, um, you know, because uh, I, I was scared of my life, obviously, if I told him, you did something wrong, uh, that would be the end of me. Uh, so there, Amalei, uh, uh, Nafshecha, he tells her, no, um, uh, you know, Rabbi Yochanan came back to him and said, listen, no, no problem, you did it. Uh, that was, um, doesn't make a difference. Uh, what you said to him, it was only really to save your life, uh, and therefore you'll be allowed to do it. Uh, it says, V'kait Tama, Rabbi Yochanan, and about this whole thing, uh, Rabbi Yochanan wondered, uh, and that's how it relates to the previous line of Gomorrah, uh, it says, Mikti, Ketiv Natan Hashem, Lecha, Sham, Lev Ragaz. Hashem will give you there a trembling heart. Uh, and Ketiv, uh, it's written, and Babavel, Ketiv, that's talking about Babel, uh, because a person is angry in, um, uh, and, and his heart trembles uh, outside of Eretz Yisrael. But how could it be uh, that in Eretz Yisrael uh, it would be a person that could get so angry that he would kill someone else? Amalei, Ahu Shaita, Ula says, no, uh, really, this, this, uh, this murder happened. Lo Avran Yardana, we hadn't yet crossed uh, the Jordan. So we were still on the other side. Uh, outside of Eretz Yisrael uh, and uh, you know outside of Eretz Yisrael proper, uh, maybe in in the area of Bnei Gad, Bnei Ruvain, uh, anyway. But uh, it wasn't in Eretz Yisrael proper, and therefore, as a result, um, then you uh, you know th- that's that's how it could be in that situation. All right, Amar Rava Barchana, Rava Bar Rav Huna, Rava Bar Rav Huna says, Kolakais Afilu Shkina Aino Chashuva Kenegdo. Even if you get angry, you sometimes get your your emotions get so clouded. Uh, that even Hashem's uh, presence uh, is not important to him. How do you know that? And uh, now we quote a verse from Tehillim, Shema uh, chapter 10, Rasha, Kagavua Apo, Valiadrosh Einolim, Ko Mizimato. 
um, it says in the wicked in, in, in when he's very angry uh, he says uh, he won't uh, think his thoughts are there is no God as if he he, he says that call uh, me you know that uh, the what he thinks is you know in, in his thoughts there is no God right Rabbi Yirmiyah Medifti Amar Rav Yirmiyah Medifti says Meshachach Talmudo Mosif Tifshut you forget your learning and you increase your uh, your foolishness and he quotes a verse from Kohelet uh, again uh, because anger in the bosom in the breast of um, of, of fools uh, that's where it rests okay um uh kativ and so and 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 also another quote from uh, Mishlei from Proverbs it says a fool uh, will uh, spread out his uh, foolishness his folly uh, Rav he says, A person who gets angry, it's, it's quite clear uh, that his sins are um, greater uh, than his uh, good deeds. Uh, an angry man uh, will have a lot of sins. Okay, so uh, really a dire tribe, very much at uh, the the evils of anger. I'm Rav Ada, Rabbi Kanina, Rav Ada, the son of Rav Kanina, says, Ilmalai, lo chatu Yisrael, lo netan lahem, ela chamisha chum she Torah, v'saifi Yoshua bilvad. Really, uh, if, if the Jews hadn't sinned, uh, they wouldn't have been given, uh, all they would have been given uh, was the the, uh, the Chumash, okay, the five books of the Torah, and Saifi Yoshua uh, as well. They wouldn't have needed any of Nevi'im uh, and Ketuvim, uh, or anything like that. Um, why? Uh, because you needed Yeshua because it defines the borders of Eretz Israel. Uh, but for the rest, um, the only reason we got them, uh, we we said uh, is um, we, we 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 say is because um, the the Jews sinned and therefore Hashem had to send prophets in order to uh, push us back uh, to the correct way of uh, the correct path and to and to uh, prophesize about that and uh, we, we quote the verse uh, that we quoted above um, uh, it says uh, my time what is reason ki rov chokma rov kas uh, because in much wisdom uh, is is a lot of uh, it's, it's, an, it's an, we didn't quote this verse before but it's from Kohelet which we, we have been quoting a bit of uh, today uh, and uh, in a lot of a lot of chokma uh, there's a lot of kas in other words it's a very novel way of um, of reading the verse uh, what we're saying is, uh, you know, the only reason that we've got so much wisdom, i.e. books of, of Nevi'im and Ketuvim, uh, is because uh, we caused so much anger and Hashem had to send these prophets uh, to bring us back onto, to, to try and uh, bring us back onto the right path. Okay. And, uh, and uh, you know, otherwise, uh, you know, but surely we learn certain things from Nevi'im. Uh, that uh, that we we uh, uh, we don't aren't explicit uh, in the Torah, and really the answer to that uh, would be uh, Rabbi Taylor often says uh, is that we have a situation where by the uh, the Nevi'im were actually uh, the first commentaries on the Torah itself. So if we would looked would have looked carefully in the Torah, uh, we could have actually picked up uh, what um, the Nevi'im actually come and tell us. That is one way of understanding that. All right, uh, next topic. Amrav Asi going back uh, to vows leaving anger behind us. Ein uh, nizkakin el le Israel. 
uh, if you if you don't, if a person says uh, a vow and uh, he says he uses Hashem's name, Elokei Israel, uh, in it, the God of Israel, unless a person swears, says I'm not going, my wife is not going to get benefit from me. I swear by Hashem's name uh, that uh, that she's not getting benefit, except. Um, uh, for the for the if the person adds, listen, because my wife uh, stole money from me, she stole my purse, or she hit my son, and then later on, and uh, and it's found out that uh, they examined it and they saw that the wife never uh, did any of those things. All right, so the, maybe the guy thought it, and uh, and that's why he made the vow. So it's uh, quite clear that he only made that vow uh, because of uh, a mistaken impression, and as a result. Um, he would never have vowed otherwise. So if you if you do that, uh, then that is um, uh, that's the only time you get involved. Uh, because uh, you know it, it, if you take uh, the person sworn in Hashem's name, uh, and that's it. So uh, you know that 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 would be almost like punishing uh, that that you do there. All right, and uh, um, you know so uh, so that's the thing. All right, um, uh, so. And that's why, even though halacha lamas is, listen, uh, if a person says, even if he swears in Hashem's name, uh, we try to bring peace um, uh, between a man and his wife, or any, any anyone for that matter, and we do, even if a person has sworn uh, in Hashem's name, uh, that uh, we... Um, uh, we 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 do benefit, you know. We try in in that in that name for the uh, for his for his wife. However, um, uh, the, the Shulchan Aruch, uh, the Rama actually says uh, um, that you know even though it's allowed, uh, you shouldn't really uh, do it except in uh, pressing circumstances. All right, uh, and and that's it. All right, so it's a very uh, underlines the seriousness of this type of um, uh, behavior. Ahi de Ata Kamei de Rav Asi. There was one woman that came in front of Asi Amalei. What, what what way did you say your vow? Ki uh, Israel. She says with uh, by the God of Israel. Amalach. Uh, he says back to Ian Darata. If you'd used a term like Mohi, which is kind of uh, uh, Moses, I swore by by Moses, uh, etc. She kinui Balma, That would have been a slang form of of Neder. Mizdakina um, na. I would have got involved uh, with what you said and and annulled it. Hashda, Dronadata Bamoi, Ella Bakali, Elo K Israel. And now you didn't vow by Moses, uh, that slang form of Moses, but you vowed by the God of Israel. Law, Mizda Kinan, Kikna, Lach. I'm not going to get involved with your vow. That's a very serious thing. Uh, you shouldn't have done that. And as a result, uh, it's uh, it's very problematic. Okay, Rav Kahana, Ikle Levei, Rav Yosef. Rav Kahana came to the house of Rav Yosef. Amalei, Litom Marmidi. He said, you know, please will you eat with me? Amalei, Law, Mari. Kula lo He says no. By the master of everything, I'm not going to eat it. In other words, like you know, using a um, the master of everything is obviously reference to Hashem. Although you're not mentioning Hashem's name per se. Amalei lo mari kula lo He kind of repeats it. He says not by the master of all. Uh, you won't eat it. So you kind of seemingly uh, also takes an oath uh, so Rav Kahana's statement uh, not by the master of everything I won't eat it uh, it says you know we can understand that's a vow he says no by the by the you know master of everything you uh, you, you won't eat it what what, what, is he, what what effect does that have 
Um, you know, so why did he say, what was the purpose of this vow? Uh, okay, you know, vow back. You vow to me, I vow back to you. Like, what's the, what's the point of that? Uh, why would you do such a thing? Uh, and, um, uh, you know, and, and the Gemara says, no, hacha, hu de kama lay. Lo, marikula, hu de kama, tihilchach, lo, tenen lay. All right, so he said, no, he just, he's not making a new vow, uh, the, the original vow Rav Kahana made. Uh, he was just kind of repeating it and said, okay, now if that's the, your will, uh, that by master of everything you won't eat, uh, then you're not going to eat. All right, you're just kind of repeating it to him, uh, and that is that. I'm Rav, Rav, I'm Rav Nachman. Rav said that Rav Nachman says, uh, It says that Lach is that... Um, you are allowed uh, to portkin uh, bacharata. You do a vow based on regret, as we said. If a person was very angry, not of sound mind when they made the the um, the vow, uh, you do uh, allow it to be annulled on that basis. Uh, and also, uh, uh, you know, even nizkakin Yisrael, we do get involved if a person invokes Hashem's name. Right, um, uh, uh, and now we're going to have some examples about um, using. Um, uh, different ideas and petachs in a vow uh, openings. Mr. Berachle, Rava, Rav Nachman, Rav Skora to Adam Gadolhu. Rava praised his student Rav Skora to Rav Nachman, saying that he's a great man. Now, actually, almost invariably, I think uh, when we, we this is mentioned, um, uh, it's gonna f- we and the person uh, comes and and uh, to that person when he wants to come to him, he says, you know, Amalo, Kshivo, Liadcha, Avuni, Lid. Come along, I'd, I'd love to meet him and uh, you know, bring him along next time he's in town. So, as we said, invariably, uh, this doesn't end well uh, because uh, the person that was uh, said um, he was like blown up to be this great person, uh, the, the person to whom he was. Uh, told that he was such a great person generally finds some fault uh, in him. Okay, so uh, you know we'll, we'll see uh, now uh, an example of that. bring him to me when he comes. Okay, nidra lemishra So Rav Skora had a vow that he wanted to annul, uh, and he comes uh, in front of Rav Nachman. adata adata dahi. Rav Nachman, you know, said, Ah, if you would have known the following, uh, you know, with, with this, uh, with this uh, if this had happened, uh, would you have, would you have still vowed? I'm um, in. Yeah, yeah. No, I thought of I thought of that possibility. Adata haki. You know, would you have vowed uh, with this? Uh, would you did you think of this uh, possibility uh, in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. Kamazim uh, and he asked him numerous times. He said, Ah, if you would have known, uh, if there would have been uh, this outcome, would you have still vowed? And every single time, uh, Rav Skora uh, comes and he says, you know, it happened a few times, uh, and he says, Yeah, I would have thought about that. So. So, you know, he's irritating. Rav Nachman, Ikbid, Rav Nachman, Amalem, Zil, Likileich. You know, go out, um, you know, go out and go to your tent or to outside to the porch, uh, etc. I've, I've had enough of you. I'm, I'm, I'm wasting my time over here. So now, Nafak Rav Skora, Patach Pitka, So Rav Skora went outside and he realized uh, he had an epiphany and he said, Listen, um, I'm, I'm, I make a Pitach for myself. Uh, to do it, how uh, so? Rav Amar, Ezu Derek Yeshara Shevolo Adam. The first uh, um, Mishnah in the second chapter of Pirkavot uh, says, uh, "What is a proper path?" Rebbe says, uh, "What is a proper path that a person uh, should choose?" Kolashi Tiferet Lo Se. 
It's anyone to a glory, the one who, who does it in a glory uh, with his uh, fellow man. Hashtag, Ikbid Rav Nachman. So then uh, he suddenly realized, he said, listen, uh, you know, I'm, I, I realized that Rav Nachman has become upset uh, with me. Adata Dahaki, if I would have realized that this was a situation, Lord Nadri, Vashara Nafshai. He said, I wouldn't have uh, made the vow for myself. And it seemingly it says uh, that he actually annulled it for himself it could just mean you know he actually annulled it for himself because you can't really annul it for yourself he went back um you know maybe back to Rav, Rav Nachman um you know and uh, and uh, t- and told him listen you know if I would have I'm sorry or anything like that uh so you know that that's it it could have been that he got went to someone else uh, he'd messed up uh, with Rav Nachman so he didn't want to upset him any further all right um uh, we are going to actually leave it there and pick up tomorrow uh, with further discussions about uh, this. Everyone should have a great day.